Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. We hope you're having a good weekend and that you find yourself worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. He is worthy of worship and he's worthy of serving him even when you're through worshiping. Matter of fact, I don't know who said it, but I heard it said, you know, worship is not complete until the work has commenced. I think that's a good, if, if going in worship doesn't change your attitude, your life, and even your service, you've come short of what real worship is. So we want to look at missions today on Exploring Missions. That's not unusual. Co-host is Nathan Harper. We try to concentrate on missions in every aspect, don't we, Nathan? Hopefully, if, if we're staying on target, that's what we're doing. That's what this show was created for, and uh, the introduction says, around the nation, across the street, and that's what we do. We, try, we bring presidents of mission boards here, but we have a special guest today. It's Dr. Tim Mims. He's Assistant Professor of Biblical Studies at Blue Mountain College, Tim. Yeah, Associate Director of Church Minister Relations. Church Minister Relations, and because not everybody that's on staff is the preacher behind the pulpit. Nathan, you found yourself in your calling. That wasn't your calling necessarily no, that's right. behind the pulpit. You you found yourself training and teaching small groups more than the larger group, didn't you? Yeah, I'm more comfortable uh, in a smaller, smaller group type setting, and... Uh, you give me a microphone like I'm speaking into now, it makes me a little nervous. Well, I've heard you both ways, and you do well, and I appreciate that. And, and Tim, when you think about missional education and what it wants to accomplish, there was a class that you and Nathan both took at Blue Mountain College. We're all three graduates of Blue Mountain, by the way. And uh, it was called Bible in Missions. That's taught right. by Dr. Doug Bain, Douglas Bain. And... Nathan, you talked about that was that your favorite it class. Was. It was my it was my favorite class at Blue Mountain College. I can't remember what grade I made in it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those. It's hard to even pick out specific lessons that I learned. It was like something that just went so deep into my life that it just really changed me. I would it say. changed your life. The it whole really focus did. of your life after you came out of there was missions, wasn't it? I would say, and I wasn't even aware of it, though, at the time. That's, yeah. that, that's kind of how, I guess, in-depth and deep it was to me. It's been all these years of kind of living that out somewhat. And it was the beginning point of some of that, I, I would say. But, um, yeah, and, and what I think one thing I can say that I, I'd learned from there and since then is that the Bible is a mission book. Amen. It tells of God's mission. and We call the Great Commission, and man— Listen, that's part of AFR's mission statement. Yeah, we want to activate and educate and inform about things, but the last part, and and aid the church in carrying out the Great Commission, both home and abroad. That's AFR's mission statement. We that's don't great. replace the church, but we sure want to equip and help the church, and that's what this program's all about. That's right. It's a paradigm shift when you begin to realize that the Great Commission— is not just some 
two little verses stuck on the end of Matthew as like an afterthought. It's like Jesus saying, oh, yeah, sure. guys, I forgot one thing to tell you. Let, let me get this one thing in. That's the crescendo, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he'd spent really all these is. years, and then he went to the cross, he rose again, and he said, now, guys, take this message to the world. It is. I mean, just even in the book of Matthew, we're speaking of Matthew 28, Matthew 1 talks about the authority that here's this little baby come to earth, and he has authority. And then Matthew 28, Jesus is giving that authority to, you know, in, in, in that authority, he's commissioning us and sending us out. And, and that's just one that's not just two verses or one book. It's through Genesis to Revelation. The Bible is a mission book. Now, that's one course that made life. But the desire at Blue Mountain, especially in the biblical department, is changing lives with every one of those biblical study, uh, let me say, classes. That sure. Usually three hours. Some of them may be more or less. Three hours typically yeah. or three-hour courses. And, you know, and there is that instruction, the interaction within the classroom, also even online. Uh, some of the online courses that we're doing, which are a bit different, but yet we're still seeking to do the same thing where you have that faculty member like a Dr. Bain or a Dr. Meeks that are teaching from the overflow. So they're instructing, but also there's this concept of wanting to catch it. So there are things that we can learn in the classroom in that setting, but but the unique opportunity is what Nathan is talking about is to be able to connect both of those together where you see that modeled before you in the class. And while even at the time you don't fully understand that, when Dr. Bain talked about the unfolding drama of creation intention, at the time, I mean, we really didn't get that. <laughs> say that, uh, say that and, phrase again. I, yes, both of you I'm, have repeated that phrase before we started. What's yeah, that phrase so, Dr. Bain so, coined? So the unfolding drama of creation intention. And so God's redemptive plan. And so that the, the foundation, the heart of that class. But then to see that modeled and with great passion to be able to teach that. And at the time, you know, yes, we're being, you know, going, you know, going through the instruction and that kind of thing within the classroom. But it's also catching that from that professor, that faculty member that whether it's in an apologetics class that we're actually hoping to offer in the spring. We're actually going to have a class in apologetics or a New Testament or an Old Testament class to be able to understand how Bible and missions and being missional, how it how it overflows from God's Word. So. Speaking of apologetics, I just got to throw out the other program that I do on AFR is Exploring the Bible. And that's Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock Central Time, Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock Eastern. And my co-host on that program, Nathan, is a co-host here. I always need a co-host. I'd operate better that way. Well, it's to but keep you on track. It is, because <laughs> I can chase the best rabbits in the world. If you don't know what chasing a rabbit means, come south and we'll show you. But anyway, yes, uh, Dr. Alex McFarlane is an apologist, but he's an evangelistic apologist. And, and he's called to evangelism, and he uses apologetics in order to accomplish that. So Great. part of the mission at Blue Mountain now, it has grown. And at one time, it was a female college only. Then they started letting men who were preparing for ministry to go there. That's when we all went there. That's right. But then it opened up to be co-educational, men and women. And it has changed uh, the the attitude in the, in, in the area 
of, I, I think, more evangelistic a little bit. And you've sure. become that way and reaching these people. So every course in the Bible, especially those New Testament and Old Testament survey courses, are they intentional, missional for his evangelism? Sure, sure. Very, very intentional for, uh, well, an illustration of that would be our New Testament course or survey. So we try to encourage students, freshmen, transfer students that are entering Blue Mountain College to take that course because that does offer them an opportunity in, in a safe environment to be able to, to study, to do a survey of the gospel. We, uh, beginning with uh, Matthew and, and going through John to, to study the gospels and then how that connects to everything else they're going to do in the time that they're on campus, off campus, the, the gates say, as, as you remember, enter to grow in wisdom, depart to serve your God in kind. And so that concept of what happens as they absorb the Bible and then are missional while they're on campus, while they're off campus, and then as they graduate and continue to fulfill that mission. Nathan, when you think about this course that Dr. Bain taught, Bible and Missions, and and what you made an earlier comment when we were dis- discussing this, it really was mission, the the mission, yeah. and it really has that idea. Missions. I I remember a lady, her name was Miss Tudor. She was in one of the first churches I pastored, and she was head of the mission organization. And she really taught me a lot about missions. And she said, she called me pastor, and she said, don't segment it into international missions, home missions, local missions, said, we're on mission. And uh, that was a layman, lay person, lay woman, teaching her pastor about mission. And we are on mission. So when you say exploring missions and you talk about the Bible in missions, it's really the mission, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the starting point. It's good to talk about missions in the sense of a person or a family or a group going crossing cross-cultural barriers to take the gospel, especially to people that don't have access to the gospel. In the true sense of the word, that's what missions is about. It's apostolic. It's going and sending and starting a new work. But that even begins with the concept of mission, that God is on mission. He has a, God has a mission, the redemptive purpose of God throughout the Bible, throughout creation revealed from Genesis through Revelation, it comes to a point in Jesus. But at the same time, you see traces of it all throughout the Scripture. And understanding that part of it, understanding that we are to live on mission, cooperatively participating with God. I remember that about the course that Dr. Bain taught, how just about every day we would talk about cooperating with God and what he's already doing. And so that doesn't require cross-cultural work. Priority is cross-cultural work, but I think for all of us, wherever God has placed us and called us, we are to live on mission and to be a part of that redemptive mission that God's doing, and we're cooperating with that. When you hear that word cooperating with God, it's called on us also to cooperate with one another, cooperate with one another. And sometimes we become lone wolves. The Bible, I mean, Jesus sent them out two by two. And lone wolves don't do they last long in in ministry and missions? 
No, not you, at all. You, you need some. I mean, help. that's that's going against the model, but not just the model. I think the what God created us, how He created us to be. He never created us to be individualistic, totally to ourselves, doing it all ourselves. That's not the model. It's not the mandate. That's going against those things. And the word community comes to mind. And I know some have used the word community and taken it kind of in a liberal, but it's still a good word. I, I, sure. I've come to the point, I'm not going to let liberal theology or liberal thought steal good words and give it a definition that is not as biblical as it should be. Amen. Okay? Amen. And, that, and one is community. We, we're to cooperate with one another in this, this community that we have with one another. How does that work? And, and I want to stay on the educational level of missional. When you go to Blue Mountain and you major in biblical studies or church-related vocation, how does the science and business, all of that, they pour into the same person? And you need all those, don't you, Tim? You I mean, do. You, you, you speak to that from sure. receiving it, but also now being a part of the implantation of it. Yeah, well, it's, it's the biblical worldview. The theology, our understanding about God, that is that comes from the Bible. So when we talk about being missional and within community, that is what I think makes Blue Mountain so unique is that there is that community. Some of the best friends that I have right now, uh, you guys would probably agree, uh, were actually it, it came out of that community of faith right there where, you know, where we interacted with faculty, staff and others and that within that community of faith that, hey, come along with me and follow me as I am following Christ. And so whether it's a science, uh, whether it's a history course, having that biblical world view. So teaching history or teaching science with that biblical worldview of of that faculty member, that instructor, and then uh, for a student within the community to have the opportunity to interact, to dialogue, to, to ask questions, to see that, uh, you know, lived out before them, it's, it's, it's amazing. So these, all of these years, some of my best friends to this day are the result of that community that began there. So we're still so that cooperating within the community of faith, again, Nathan, that we're not, we're not made to be individualistic, but we're made for that community. And so we're to cooperate with one another to be missional. When the Apostle Paul would talk about this, he'd use two illustrations again and again, the body. And with the body, he would talk about, if I'm the eye, what are you going to do without the other? You know, where would you be without it? I know this is kind of grotesque, but... Somebody say, I'm the eye. Can you see a big old eye just rolling down the church aisle? You know, I said, that should be on the twilight zone. That's you know, right. it's scary that's to right. that. Not at the local church. Yeah, that's it. And, that's uh, it. and so if you could get that vision. And the other one is a building. The building, and it has different blocks. The foundation is Christ, but you have different buildings and different rooms. And so finding your place in service. Let's talk about being missional in the local church. And Blue Mountain connected with churches. It's part of the Mississippi Baptist Convention, which is made up of churches that support and help sustain Blue Mountain, not by itself. They have to have all the other income coming to exist. But it is for the purpose of the local church to help them call out 
follow the Great Commission. The local church, even though we do exploring missions, even though we do exploring the Word, and we have all this preaching on this radio station, it's still the local church. It's really going to make a difference at the local level, isn't it? That's right. The other part of what I do at Blue Mountain College is uh, to be associate director of church minister relations, again, is to come alongside the local church, which is uh, God's method, not through plans, as Ian Bounds said, but through people. And so helping local churches to not only to be discipled, but to also make disciples and, and to, to be missional. So that's what we're, whether it's working with a local pastor or staff members or that local body, because that, that is God's plan A. That's, that is his plan, is to work through the local church to carry out the, the redemptive plan uh, to the world. I want to ask you guys something. Can you still remember some of your Sunday school teachers in children and youth? Oh, definitely. For sure. Give, sure. give a testimony to some of them, Nathan. And I want you to do that too, Tim. Sure. Because I, I look, Sunday school teachers sometimes get the, oh, what am I? They're vital. They're vital. Yeah, I probably can't remember very many at all specific lessons that my Sunday school teachers, my leaders, children and youth leaders, as I was growing up in the church, I can't remember those things. I can remember the person, though. And I can remember how much they cared and what they did. I remember one individual, he, I think it was eighth grade Sunday school, which he must have been crazy just to volunteer for that. <laughs> you know, eighth grade boys, uh, Sunday school class. But uh, this is back when we had pay phones, if you can remember that. And so he gave each of us a quarter. And he said, I don't know where you're going to be this year, what might happen, keep this quarter. And if you can't call anybody else, you find a phone and you can call me. And I can, I can come get you. I can talk to you. I can help you. You know, if you need anything, just give me a call. I remember that to this day. To this day. That's been a while now. It has been a while. <laughs> I, I would agree. I would agree. It's, you know, when I, while I wouldn't remember the lessons as such, it is the, the pattern of their life and the love, you know, loving me and that love that triumphs over all barriers. And so the people that really have helped shape my life and those Sunday school teachers or an RA director that I, that I think about is, it's just, I knew he loved me. I knew he loved me and he showed me, they showed me the love, the love of Christ. And so it's, it's people. Well, the reason I wanted to go there and it's still going back to education while at, at, at a college like Blue Mountain that requires a student to take six hours of Bible, either New Testament or Old Testament survey, a lot of those are going to become teachers, businessmen, different ones in criminology, and they're going to be teaching their children. And what they got at, at a school like Blue Mountain or the biblical, the biblical view, you're not just training the pastors and the missionaries and, and quote, the, the school teachers, whether it be public or private, Christian, but you're also teaching those Sunday school teachers that's going to invest their lives in the next generation. That's that's exciting that, work. It is. It is exciting. And we share that early on in our survey courses to, to, to let them know that, that you are called to be missional. And you're, you know, you may not stand behind a pulpit and preach. You may not cross the, that, that border and go overseas as a, as a missionary, but you're called to be missional where you are. 
So so in so they collect that notebook. You remember yeah. the notebook, oh, Nathan, yeah. and and the portfolio. <laughs> so we still do that, and so we encourage them. Hey, you want to preserve this? What what you're I learning? I still have my I still have my New Testament, Old Testament notes that I took in college in Noah's day. No, I you know everybody <laughs> around here accused me, you know, but I still have those notes. And guess what I do from time to time? I still open them up and see. And I'll never forget Dr. My, my professor was Dr. Travis, and he he said the, the and we're going through the book of Acts on exploring the word, and it's the triumph of the gospel over all barriers. I'll never forget that. That just lit the world up. Sure. You're talking about Bible and missions. That phrase and that triumph of the gospel, and he started naming geographical, financial, you know, whatever it is, the right. triumph of the gospel, and the gospel is working. In, and I use this illustration. Nathan's heard me a lot, Tim. You'll have to, you'll have to, you'll, you'll have to just sleep during this time. After World War II, it was amazing what happened in the United States and China. Both exploded with the gospel being shared. Now, in China, it was the underground church. And when we started going over there, we found out more Christians are in China than you could believe. But the same thing was happening in America. Southern Baptist Life, which we're a part of in 1954, their slogan was a million more in 54. Yeah. And they baptized a million people. It, and Billy Graham was preaching. Thousands were being saved, watching on television. But the difference is here in America, we were sending missionaries around the world to all the nations. China had to keep theirs within themselves because of the freedom, that aspect of it. So what what we share with folks, the missional part is no matter what kind of society you find yourself in, the gospel is real. That's a mission. You you don't have to change it. You don't have to deviate it. It is a real gospel, isn't it, Nate? Yeah, it is. And Jesus has sent us into all nations. We're talking about the Bible being a missional book. If you don't mind, I would like to just encourage our listeners to take some time maybe this week or sometime in the near future and just do, this is just real practical, but a way to catch what we're talking about. Because we're talking about all these things and I don't know what it, how it's coming across on the radio or on the podcast, but here's something you can do to kind of drive it home for you. Just take a concordance, go on online and do it on, online or in the back of your Bible just somewhere where you can find a listing of all the times the word nations is mentioned in the Bible. Just look up the word nations, and what you'll find is over 500 times in the Old Testament, over 100 times in the New Testament, the word nations is mentioned. It's not just a Matthew 28 idea. It's a biblical idea from Genesis to Revelation. And in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for nations is ger, where we eventually it becomes the word Gentile. In New Testament, it's ethne, which you can translate into ethnic groups, or we, we even say people groups. And what we want you to come across with is God's heart for all nations, for all people. There'll be people from every nation gathered around their throne. And what we're talking about is being a part of that in some capacity, wherever God has placed you or may, maybe where he's sending you to. Yeah. Tim? That's the desire of Blue Mountain College is that the gospel take root in the individual's life and then from that the discipleship and they share it with others. That's it. Send them out uh, to carry out that mission.
And that doesn't change. And if you're a part of a church, that should be your mission. I know it's used, but it is powerful phrase to know him and to make him known. I mean, I know that's a bumper sticker phrase, but it's real. Knowing him, you got to know him first. If you're listening today and you may be a member of a church, you may have gone through everything that that church requires for membership, but you do not have a real relationship with Jesus Christ where at some point in your life you saw your need for Christ as a sinner. You turned away from your way and say, God, I surrender to you, and I'm yours now and forever, and I'm willing. If you've never done that, I pray you'll do that this weekend. It changes your life, and I, I love Stephen Curtis Chapman, The Great Adventure. If you'll do that, you're set on the greatest adventure That's of right. your life. Amen. It's a great adventure, isn't it, Tim? Great adventure. And it's missional, and we're called to it. Nathan? Thank you for sharing, and we want to give a shout-out to Dr. Douglas Bain Amen. at Blue Mountain College, who taught the course Bible and Missions that affected these two guys that are sitting at the table in such a way that years later, they're still talking about it. That's pretty That's good. Right. That's pretty good. How long did you say that he's taught at Blue Mountain College? 43 years. This is his 43rd year. 43rd year. I hate to say that. <clears throat> I was there when he came. <laughs> As a student, <laughs> that says something about me. But anyway, our guest today has been Dr. Tim Mims, Associate Professor of Biblical Studies at Blue Mountain College. And again, if you're interested in Christian education, they can go to bmc.edu. That's correct. And it'll That's give correct. you all the information. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to be able to help you. Love to have you come be a part of what God is doing at Blue Mountain College. And we say that because we're on mission for God. And uh, just being saved, praise the Lord. If that's all God wanted, you'd be saved and you'd die and go to heaven. But God's left you here to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Again, thank you, Tim, for being with us. Hey, thank you, Bert. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Exploring Missions. On your way to church or from church, you might have the opportunity to tell someone about the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't miss it. Be on mission for God. 